Hey everybody, welcome to No Small Thing, the podcast dedicated to helping you live a less certain and more curious life. I'm Scott. And I am Mace. Welcome to episode 114. 100. <laughs> it's a drum roll time, everybody. Bjork, Bjork, Bjork. After, Bjork. after 114 episodes, I really do feel like we'd have a snare drum in the house. <laughs> For a real snare drum in the house for yes. a while. I pull it out. We do it. Yes, we do it <laughs> we enough. Should. It's a. It's kind of a key part of our show. Drum roll. A real but drum only roll. For some. Yep. Only for some. Yeah. Okay, can you do the sounds? Oh, of what? York. <laughs> oh no, no. That has to be spontaneous. Okay, fine. <laughs> I don't even know what I was saying yeah. earlier. Too many. That's one of the things. Yeah, that Scott can do a little bit of a Bjork sound. Okay, you guys. <laughs> welcome to this episode 114. <laughs> Scott can do a Bjork sound. <laughs> I and I think Scott is feeling this similar vein. Bjork is the best topic ever and the biggest topic ever for an artist. And we're in over our heads with how big Bjork is. I think so. I'll just say, like, everybody. We are non-paid. This is not our job. This is not some sort of we don't we don't work for Gimlet Media. This isn't this American life. Uh, we meet every week pr- ca- casually for a conversation. Mm-hmm. So the conversation comes, and here we go. Welcome. You know, there's. I mean, I think if we were professional in heavy quotes, it'd be like. Oh, the history this, of Bjork. Yeah, and this is, and also, oh well, this isn't going to come across very well because this is too much. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like as I was, as I was trying to get into it for the last week, I was like, "It's too much. <laughs> it's too much." I was <laughs> just like, "I mean, one song is too much. One song is too much." That is actually true. I one think. song is four episodes of No Small Thing. <laughs> one song is four two-hour episodes. Yesterday, I said I was like, "We could do a podcast every five weeks on Bjork," and then I was like, "We could do an entire just Bjork podcast." Yeah, and it would be sustainable for the rest of our lives. For the rest, of- <laughs> <laughs> no problem. Uh, you know, yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm overwhelmed to say yeah. the least. Yes. And I'll just name and say, I'm obsessed with Bjork. <laughs> kind of in love with Bjork. Want to be Bjork. Relate to Bjork. Am amazed by Bjork. Am just full on, full throttle obsessed with Bjork. Yes. So I'm, I'm bringing that to this conversation. <laughs> I, okay. I, th- maybe that's as a, a, we're just cluing people into what this episode is. Sometimes I think there's our listeners. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I think somebody saw like a Bjork hashtag. So clicked on this episode. They're like, what are these fools going to say about Bjork? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I think, I think we're, I think in terms of an intro, everybody, we're talking about Bjork tonight and here it goes. We're, we're off to the races. I mean, mm-hmm. we're going to talk about favorite songs and favorite albums tonight. We're going to do some song breakdowns at the end. Some song breakdowns. We do have a very <laughs> nice, clear, simple uh, outline in front of us. Let me read the outline. It says Bjork <laughs> at the top, and then it says, why Bjork and Journey? And then the next part is popping off. <laughs> and then the next is top five. <laughs> and then the next is song breakdown. That is That's exactly what, what you can about expect tonight. So right now we're doing why Bjork. Why Bjork? I, I think we're also just naming how overwhelmed we are. Yes. I think I literally, we said this not too long ago. Bjork is the icon of all icons. I know. I know. I was, that was becoming clear to me tonight. Like, as a music appreciator, I've always had Bjork in my mind. I treat, up until now, I've treated Bjork like Radiohead. I'll explain what I mean by that. Yeah, please do. 
I know that Radiohead is important. Mm-hmm. Heavy quotes. It's all subjective. But in the broad landscape of pop modern music, Radiohead is significant. I'm saying this lightly. If somebody wants to disagree with me, that's fine. But generally speaking, Radiohead is a band that comes up a lot on a lot of top lists. So I don't know. Something it, something about that triggers me, and I feel obligated to know and understand. Yeah. But I naturally gradu- gra- gravitate towards my bands. I naturally gravitate towards hip-hop. I naturally mm-hmm. gravitate towards Beach House. Blah, blah, blah. You know. So I don't typically just casually put on some Radiohead. Right. However, when Radiohead albums come out, I listen for a few weeks. Mm-hmm. You know, when In Rainbows came out, I listened to that for like three weeks to a month. I don't listen to Radiohead. Yeah. That's another that's another one someday we'll have to deep dive. Okay. Because they're also icons. Not on the Bjork level. Not on the Bjork level. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think even Tom York, who's the lead singer of Radiohead, would say not on the Bjork level. Well, because Bjork is I won't I won't try and cut you off too much, but Bjork is like an icon as a musician, as a visual artist, mm-hmm. and like Honestly, as a style icon. Like, Bjork is a style icon as well. A human icon. A human icon. A prodigy. Everyone (laughs) on almost every single video she posts, there's probably at least five YouTube comments where someone says, 10,000 years ahead of our time. Yes, yes. Yeah, great. Well said. Thousands of years before our time. Yes. It's kind of that thing of, like, all the memes. We we don't deserve her. Protect (laughs) her at all costs. Like. It's like <laughs> Bjork. Um, but yeah, so I've treated Bjork like Radiohead. It's like, so, maybe it's an Enneagram 5 thing. It's like, I should know about Radiohead. I should know yeah. about Bjork. And yeah. it comes around and I say, yes, I appreciate this. Yeah. But it's it's hard because you, you you probably also need to say, like, listening to Bjork is probably a little bit different. Like, it's it's almost like listening to classical music or an opera it's it's not casual listening Mm-mm. you could you could you but could. it's not like hey we're having a party put on some bjork in the background no, you know it's really. like people be like you'd what? have to curate a specific bjork playlist yeah yeah so the so when bjork comes out i mean when debut came out i think i was like 13 yeah you know and i don't think i was out here listening to bjork but i think even at that point i was slight a slight you music snob behavior. yeah so i knew of bjork yeah, yeah. i think um What's the next album? The next album is Post. That's the album that was firmly on my radar. Yeah, yeah. And f- the Falling in Love song was like a top song of mine, oh, which is a very palatable Bjork too. song. Yeah, Yeah. well, I think we talked about this. Like, that album is just an album of pure hits. Her first yeah. two albums are so, so good, and they're just hit after hit Kinda after poppy. hit. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. bops, as bops. people would say. Bops and bangers. <laughs> but they're still Bjork. They're still, like, they're not without substance. They're not, like, pops <laughs> that are, like, filling out the quota. This has no. now become a pop song. It's, like, this is, like, the best of the pop songs or the best of these songs. It's doing a unique take on it. It's Bjork's perspective still. Sound-wise, it's a little bit more mainstream, mm-hmm. heavy quotes. Yeah, yeah. But content-wise, no. Yeah. You know, like, compare for me, because now I guess we're, we're dipping our toe in journeys right now. Mm-hmm. We're, we're, we're popping off and journeying. We're why Bjorking, <laughs> we're journeying, and we're popping off. Yeah, why Bjorking? <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a verb. <laughs> we're Bjorking right now. <laughs> we're why Bjorking. Um, 
<laughs> uh, yeah, I at that time for me, I can just picture some like Janet Jackson in my life. For everybody that knows my era, which is I'm 40, everybody. So like we're talking about the 90s here. We're talking about middle school and high school. Mm-hmm. There's some, there's some uh, New Jack Swing is the name of the style back then. Okay. Teddy Riley, SUV, okay. Janet Jackson. Yeah, these uh, TLC, a lot of acronyms, actually. ABC, <laughs> BBD, <laughs> if you don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> and there was this kind of house pop dance vibe. Yeah. And and there was an... Now, now if anybody's my age will laugh at this, there's like an aesthetic that went with this, which was like uh, loft... Brick loft apartments in New York. I can picture it. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And and then some sort of like hazy dance video uh, with some cut off jeans and I don't know. Some so 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 human behavior even has a, a little bit of that vibe, like whatever Janet Jackson was. Venus as a boy. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So that's my journey. I mean Bjork I knew of. Mm-hmm. And then and then that song came out and I think I thought it was kind of romantic. What song? The, the Falling in Love song. Oh, yes. You know, It's Oh So Quiet, I think. It's Oh So, so quiet. quiet, yes. That is oh, so still. And even my young mind at that point loved the novelty of it. Mm-hmm. You know, because it was like not straightforward. It was the whispering. It was a shh. Yeah. Shh. I loved that. Oh, I thought I she was so whimsical. Oh, and I, I And I guess it, it wasn't that long. Gets, that album <laughs> specifically, I'm like... I get like the hots for Bjork mm-hmm. big time. Yeah, yeah. That album, like, I thought oh the my video gosh. was cool. Yeah. And I remember um, at that point, Bjork was fully on my radar, and I think Homogenic came out when I was early college, and and yet at that point, I can already tell I wasn't prepared to go public with my love for that album. Yeah. You didn't go around talking about how you liked homogenic. No, it, nobody was talking about that at SPU yeah. in the early 2000s. Uh, or I think homogenic came out 99. I don't, I don't know exactly the year, but um, anyways, anyways, uh, I did make a, a three CDs. So there were no iPods at this time, but burning CDs was, oh, was snap. like edgy and cool. It's and like, did you make, did you put Bjork on them? I, I made uh, I made a three CDs for the girl I was dating at the time with my heavy quotes, favorite songs of all time. Wow. You know? Which songs made it from Bjork on there? Well, just that one. It's also quiet. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, But I thought that was like kind of cool street cred. I put some Bjork on there. Bjork on yeah. there. <laughs> but also sort of palatable Bjork. Yeah, it's like you a know? hit of Bjork's. Yeah. And also kind of romantic. I'm trying to be romantic. I think know? it's a good call. I think yeah. that's a good call. <laughs> Uh, also had some sync on that playlist. <laughs> you got the street creds on that <laughs> <Yeah>. one. <laughs> uh, journey. I mean, yeah, so that, that's a little, uh, let's, let's interrupt that part of my journey for Kay. you. Okay. For me. We, we, now we're going to jump into the future timeline. We're jumping into the future because I'm young. I'm yep. 25. So when Bjork is like coming popular, I'm not born. Right. You know, yep, like not, I'm not just born. not even born. <laughs> um, You're not born when debut comes out? No. That's wild. It comes out in 93. I'm not, I'm, I'm an idea potentially in my parents' mind. What an interesting thought. I know. I know. It is really interesting. Um, okay, so <laughs> like, not interesting that you're not born when that album comes out, but I'm already like fully alive and processing and listening to music. Exactly, and, and I'm just like not not even, even born. There. You're not even there. <laughs> <laughs> um, so okay, heard of Bjork, 
but never like fully off my radar, fully off my radar. Um, I don't know what came first between, okay. So there's a few things that got her on my radar. One of one of my friends, I think it was Aaron posted a lot on their Instagram, them listening to Bjork. And I remember seeing that and being like, okay. we have really okay. similar sensibilities mm-hmm. in terms of music. So I was like, I think it makes sense that I would like Bjork. But then you showed me, I don't know what came first, you showing me videos from Utopia when it first came out mm-hmm. in 2017, or you putting this interview of Bjork on the first playlist. Right. Was it the first place you ever made me? I think it was, because I just knew there... Bjork was your vibe. Yeah, 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 and it's her talking about colors. colors. Yeah, and because like, I, I, that's the thing too is I go through seasons of watching interviews. Like, you know, when Utopia comes out, I'm like, okay, it, even before No Small Thing, it's like, and now I'm gonna watch some Bjork interviews. Right. You know, so that was on, in my repertoire. That I, and when you started talking about colors, I was like, I think there's a Bjork. I, I think really, I think yeah. that you might relate to this. <laughs> so you put that on there, and then. I was like, yeah, I think I would really like Bjork, but I, I'm a moody person when it comes to my music. Like, I really music, it's the right time, and sometimes things aren't. You're 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 a bit of like a, a control freak when it comes to your music. Like <laughs> when and where that? you're gonna listen to it. It's true. <laughs> a control freak. I don't know the best way to say it. You, you, I'm calculated. You're very calculated. You're very boundaried. You're very particular. You know. You're like, tonight I'm listening to this. And you're like, oh, we'll, we'll try also listening to this. Like, nope, tonight I'm listening to this. Well, if you're like, if I'm in the middle of listening to something. No, but I, you make I a have plan. The plans you, you, no, of yeah, you have a plan. This thing. You're like, tonight I'm going to paint and I'm going to listen to this album. And you're like, well, while, it's like, while you do that, also listen to this. You're like, no. <laughs> yeah. I can't. I can't. I won't. No, I can't and I won't because I'm in this specific headspace. Yeah, I appreciate um, that. Also, I get mad too. Yeah, but also, I also appreciate it. Also, yeah, Scott will send me something and I'm like, not, nope. Not try right again. Now. Try a different time. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, not home. Not so, available. So I've always kind of like that put her on my radar. But again, I wasn't like a music appreciator, I don't think, until. What? I don't know. Be careful there. Okay. What do you mean? A pre- I just, music appreciator. I just don't think I had great taste in music until. That's different than a music appreciator. Okay, maybe. Because I I get the sense that like you appreciated music when you talk about your early love for Taylor Swift. That it's sounds true. like music appreciation. It's true, but it's like medium me- medium music. Anyways. Medium music. I do think looking back on my life, like there is a five like snobbery. Where I always wanted to you like the do best have, music. You do have that snobbery. It runs through and through. Like, <laughs> yeah. I can count on you to know what the top right, things right. or what it's, people are saying we should not, be listening to. It's not, to. I don't even really agree with it. It's a mania. <laughs> um, and that's why I always think it's so fun when the people that I love, I'm like, oh, so this, is in, this is in the top. Like, if it's getting creds, I'm yeah. like, I know Scott will see this and see the creds. Um, <laughs> okay, so Bjork. And then we had our conversation with. Evie uh-huh. um, from KXP, and she was like, Oh, yeah, Bjork. Bjork. Right. You got to listen like, to Bjork. And she was like, Post is everything. Yeah. So I listened to Post a lot. Mm-hmm. I listened to Just Post a lot for like a few months, and it wasn't the right timing. Like, I listened to it and I liked it, but I wasn't. It's a it very particular energy. It did not hit me in the way that. What are some of the main bops? From the main bops, hyper ballad, <laughs> yeah, hyper, yeah, um, human sensuality. Yes. Like, I mean, it's good. I mean, 
It's a great album. Just not compared to some of the others. It's not the go-to. No, and I again, I think that that was also a season where I like, I just wasn't. I'm. I feel like I'm. I love that I really deep dive Joanna Newsom and then listen to Bjork. I think that those two artists are really similar. profound for me and similar and it's very different. And they kind of, I like love listening to both of them now. Like listening to Joanna now that I'm into Bjork, I'm like, Ugh! it unlocks Joanna. Mm-hmm. And Joanna helped me to create, I think, curate the listening ear for Bjork that I needed. Um, oh, I, I like the way you said that. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, so quarantine came and COVID Does everybody know what this is? Quarantine? We're COVID? in the middle of this 2020, y'all. And COVID August happened. 2020. And a, a stamp, date stamp yeah, right there. That's, if that's anybody when comes back is. and listen to this. That's when this is. Remember. <laughs> this is the Remember job. the days? Um, okay. Kamala Harris was just announced as the VP. <laughs> she, was, she was. Um, okay, so I don't know why. I don't know why I did it, but I was like, maybe I'll listen to some Bjork. When was this? During when quarantine. quarantine just started. Yeah, yeah, when Nobody you did it. Nobody said anything to me true. to do it. It had to be on your own time. It had to be on my own time in my own and terms. When I sensed that you were doing it, because you know, you're only dropping hints. Yeah. I, I knew I knew the time was coming. <laughs> you're like, like it's I was now. not I was like, this isn't gonna be casual. <laughs> you know, there's no way this could be casual. <laughs> no. Not with quarantine. And I just remember moments. I'm not thinking any specific moments. I'm talking about energy of like coming up to the house and you're like Dude, do you know Bjork? Like, I've been listening to Bjork. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, I know you know Bjork. <laughs> yeah, I know. But like, you're not saying it like that, but like, do you realize? And I'm like, no, I do realize. And I'm, I'm like, like, but I also know that you're now going to take this to another level. <laughs> it's true. So, so okay. I don't know. I mean, part of me, it's like, part of me was like, was it the, was it part of the breakup? Like, was Bjork? Mm. Bjork was like kind of this release in that sense. And then I just, I think Homogenic was the album that I really first listened to a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, We'll talk about these songs later, but like Yoga really fucking kills Mm -hmm. me Mm -hmm. and killed me. Like that, that song is the one that like broke through it all. And I was like, I am... I can see you. I can just picture you listening to it for the, for the first time. Like, like, and it hitting me and be like, <laughs> like someone saying, it. yeah. It's like listening to Bjork. I I relate deeply to the way that she feels in these songs, and so I was just like, oh my gosh. So, side note for no small thing listeners, uh, we, we we're pretty pretty sure based on our own assessment and the assessment of the internet that. Bjork is a four wing five. That would be my guess. Yeah. That would be my guess. I've thought seven. Mm-hmm. I've thought five. Mm-hmm. And I've thought four. Mm-hmm. Those are the numbers I really thought through Bjork could be. And I think she's a four. Yeah. I don't think, I mean, I you think don't write black swan if you're a seven. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And yeah, she has a propensity to darkness. And I do think she's. Fine being by herself. Black like I mean that. Yes. Yeah, no, yeah. I think she is fine yeah. being by herself. I think Bjork could have gone down a path of not wanting to do this. Mm-hmm. Like, and just wanting to make music for herself. I think in another world, very easily, Bjork goes under the radar because she doesn't want to deal with all of this. Well, that's just a whole other <sighs> thing, too, of just, like, fate and this the world bringing you people. Because it just sounds like 
the stars aligned. It's not, it's not just her temperament and the way she was born. I, okay, I, I want to I wanna pause. I want to pause for, and just say, everybody, quick check-in, and I'm going to remember where I was heading with this. Okay. Because I sense myself taking off, like okay. lift off. But uh, for, 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 for people that know Bjork, for Bjork fans, mm-hmm. you're going to judge this episode hard. You're going to be like, Scott Macy, do not know Bjork. Right, and yeah. I've been obsessed with her for four months right. now, and I'm like, I don't know Bjork. Yeah. I, I, I We're know, on the Bjork journey. I know like the first sentence of a yeah. novel. Yeah, so you know? we admit that. If you're coming here looking for some Bjork insights, mm-hmm. it's like we're probably not going to take it any further than you've already gone. If you if you're a big time Bjork fan, yeah. For you n- n- new to Bjork, I hope this is a great thing that would make you want to be like, "Ooh, I should listen to Bjork." Now, the middle most middle of the road is just some people that like no small thing and listen to us regardless. I think people. I, this is just a hot take that I've heard. <laughs> I think our music episodes are the least liked. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> I, I, I think we don't know how to do it. You know? <laughs> you know? I mean, honestly, we're, we're not... I wouldn't say we're in a rut, but we created something and haven't known how to get out of that, which is like we we decided one time to talk about T.O.P. And then it's yeah. like, I guess we do music episodes now. I know, but I'm glad we do. I do, too. Oh, I do, too. I would never want to stop. And I don't even have an idea of how to change... Uh, but I, I understand. I understand. It's really just you and I talking about like what, like we love this person yeah. so much. Now, there are episodes. I think our Kanye episodes have actually done pretty well. Um, the Joanna episode People did here really well, actually, and continues to do well. So we'll you see. just don't know. Maybe, maybe like people that listen to Joanna and Bjork are out here listening to podcasts. Maybe you know so. I don't even know how people find it. But you were going to say was, something that you were going to take off, I'm and then I have off. things to say. So you we're take off, off, and then I'll take off. Um, Bjork. Like, when you hear her story. Mm-hmm. So that's why I did this caveat, because it's like, what are we talking about? I'm just like, I don't know. I'm just, we're just letting ourselves take off here. Just like her temperament mm-hmm. merged with this sort of Icelandic upbringing, mm-hmm. merged with her parents who seem to continue to be referred to as like hippies yeah, and extra hyper supportive of her music and getting I mean, her at a really young age. Yeah. She was in the music scene. It came out with her first album when she was 11. Yeah. Yeah. What? And she talks about like walking to school and just like writing songs on the way, walking to school, which I'm like, that's a Fiona Apple energy too. Yeah. Like, Oh, it seems like mythic mythic. And mythic. then even at the young age, it's just like she came out with her first album and she already, Judged it. She was already like, she said she hated that the name Bjork was on it because it was an album of covers. And she already felt like those aren't my songs. And I'm going to make an album now that are my songs. And that's Debut. a level in your love. In yeah. Your yeah. And I'm always crying thinking about it. I'm just like, who is this person? I, I don't, I, this is why I, we, we got into this conversation with the Joanna episode of like, I, I feel like for whatever reason, psychologically, there's a tendency to want to say mythical of these people like Joanna or beyond because there's a there's something that she's getting to that feels so transcendent Mm -hmm. it feels like she's experiencing the world in a transcendent space Mm -hmm. often Mm -hmm. based on her music you can't write this music without feeling that I know but I'm just hoping when I say that doesn't come across as like in any way, like me minimizing or otherizing. I know, I know. I think there's like some. I'm not saying it that way. I'm saying it as like almost borderline worship. I'm like Bjork, (laughs) but I also maybe maybe it's also just important to know that like she's human, 
Yes. And she, a lot of her songs are rooted and deeply in being human. Human. I know. But I know. She, it's it's I'm almost like, like she's do? extreme human. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> Humanity to an extreme. Pop, are we, we're popping off and Bjorking. <laughs> we are. We're, we're Bjorking it. <laughs> Why Bjorking? All right. Um, you were going to say something. Uh, I guess I was just gonna say for my journey, just to. Oh like, yeah, okay. Let's get to the Macy journey. <laughs> well, I'll just born, say, you're born when debut comes out. <laughs> <laughs> Macy is now born. I'm born. Um, Nobody's playing Bjork in your house growing up. Nobody's playing Bjork. Side in my house. note: I don't want to get you too off track, but what actually, what kind of music was being played in your house growing up? Fleetwood Mac. Oh, that's nice. Uh huh. Can't really go wrong with Fleetwood Mac. No, I mean I like love. Can't Stevie judge. Nicks it. I was looking to judge deeply. it deeply. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping to judge it. <laughs> Um, that's like the number one thing I can think of. Mm, um, that's like Jack's favorite band, my son. Yeah, I do. I love them. I'm super nostalgic. I used to walk around pretending I was Stevie Nicks. I'd like wear an all black outfit and I had a tambourine and that's I would awesome. like deeply be it. I also, if I were to have a kid, I've always wanted to name them Stevie. That's a good one. Um, okay. So I'll just say this. We talked about this in the last COVID episode and I'm not going to get sad about it. I had the best month of my entire life during when I was on furlough, painted every single day, and I would You're say... You're already getting sad. What? You're already getting don't sad. Don't say it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. Uh, don't say it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I listened to Bjork 90% of it. Mm. Like, so I just... That's also really interesting because it's really emotional. Like, mm-hmm. what her music... It's like... There's something about certain music, particularly Joanna and Bjork, that have helped me as an artist. It's like they're muses in terms of my own art. Yes. Um, listening to Bjork gave me the permission to do what I wanted to do with the paints. It put me in that space. Her creativity, her, like, all of it kind of helped me to get in that headspace that I got in for that month. Ruben's raising his hand. Yeah. <laughs> Ruben's got to go skate. Um, so I'm like, I'm just, I'm like sentimental deeply about Bjork. And I'm yeah. still in the Bjork uncovering phase because she is, she has like the biggest discography. Yeah. And like you said, any song could be unpacked for a whole episode. So it's like this, this like never ending. Well, mm-hmm. like dark. No, I, I feel like that's something I'd be interested in. If, if like some really amazing music reviewers and musicians were to do like a two hour documentary on one Bjork song yeah, and unpack it and talk about all of the mechanics of the song and the instruments and how it was written, you know, and then, and then the lyrics and the meaning and, you know, uh, I, I guess I'm just saying like, take, okay, take, take Bjork's lyrics and her singing. Take mm-hmm. Bjork. Bjork is overlaid over these songs. Overlaid meaning like there's, and she also writes them. So it's not like she, she just comes in and starts singing, but like vocally Bjork is out of this world. Out of this world. Yeah. Lyrically as like a lyricist out of this world. Out of this world. And then sonically, sonically is what I'm saying. Like we're listening to this yesterday. Macy and I kind of did a a mini road trip and listened to Biophilia and a bunch of other Bjork songs actually. But it was just like, 
What are we listening to? What are these noises? And it's like you, you, you feel like you're just settling in and you're already hearing some wild noises and then also some, some more wild noises start coming. But they're not like just wild for wild sake. No, it's no, no. It's like so curated and like thoughtful. And we was like two months ago watched all the Bjork. There's this person who put together this I'm putting in quotes like Bjork documentary. It's like, it's a, YouTube like a YouTube video. And there's only part one and parts like seven and eight of mm-hmm. ten parts mm-hmm. on YouTube, which is deeply disappointing. Without like paying? Do you have to pay for it? Deeply this disappointing. No, I think it just got taken off because of copyright. Dang. Um, but it goes through the mechanics of her creating biophilia. And it's just like... I think that's the thing that I also love about Bjork is her commitment to... I mean, I was watching this interview of her and it's like... She's like, I have full control of the creative process. First of all, that's obvious, Mm -hmm. given what she does. And when she's in that space, it's like she creates the whole picture. It's like as she's creating an album or music, I mean, we could go off on her music videos. Her music videos are insane. They're so good visually. They support the music. (laughs) Um, it's just like her commitment as an artist to a vision and to going the full length of a vision and bringing something out of this world to life it really is it makes me think I could do more than I can you know it makes me think I can do something big like this you know I'm not Bjork obviously but I seeing what she does gives me hope for what I could be capable of, you know? I had a York lyric in mind when you said that, but I kind of forget what it is all of a sudden. But you're not Bjork, but, I mean, it's interesting to think about, like, you you did create some pretty fantastic paintings, and it, and it does seem like, in retrospect, I'm appreciating more that a lot of these were probably made to Bjork songs. Yeah, you, the painting in your house is literally called State of Emergency. Ah, that's so great. State <laughs> of Emergency. That's really cool. Um, yeah. I mean, you're you're on the path. I mean, art and expression is a journey, you know, and I think that's... That, I mean, if we're like... If we're like here helping people live a less certain, more curious life, it's like I really do feel like when you watch some of those documentaries with Bjork, it's like she's allowing herself to follow her curiosity. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And she's not limited. She feels so free. Mm-hmm. Like when she's creating, she feels so free. And there is a part of me that this is why I think seven sometimes is because there doesn't seem to be the shame element of the indulgence on the arts. Mm. That's where I can sometimes bring in shame. And like she doesn't seem to bring that. Well, somebody said her stacking would be self-pressed sexual. Oh, that would make sense. So it would be a little different. For yeah, no, you. that yeah. would make sense. Totally. And the counter type. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I also, okay, one that I'll just add, I mean, we're, are we in popping off now? <laughs> I think so. I think this first part is all that, and then we'll take a break and do top five. Yeah. And then maybe we'll come back and do, like, the breakdown of a song. Mm-hmm. Um... I think a huge, huge, huge reason why I love Bjork. I'll just say a few reasons why I love Bjork. First of all, I do think she creates really passionate music. Mm-hmm. Like, things are really intense that she creates. 
she the the scream singing that she does I love a scream sing, to be honest. That's one of my favorite things. It's like I love Tyler Joseph. I love it when they're screaming. Like there's moments where it's like she's letting it all out. Right. You can feel that and sense that. So I on that sense am like, thank you, Bjork. I love you. That's amazing. I am so appreciative of the way that she writes about nature. Mm. Bjork's connection to nature is so apparent in her music. And then her overt willingness. I don't even know if that's the right words, but the fact that it's a main feature of your music, like one of the main, if not the main feature of your music is like, I don't know. It, it gets at a part of me that no other artist ever has. I mean, Joanna kind of does too, but she's in love with the world. She's in love with the cliff. She's in love with the water. She's in love with, the soil and you can sense that and i feel that like i feel that way with certain there's, pieces there's some of nature. lines on on i uh, want to read hyperbolic medulla i think Ugh. where i think it's like medulla where she's talking about like you've outdone yourself this time or to ma- the mountains or something like mm. everything's mm-hmm. like but she even says something like fuck you or something yeah yeah <laughs> no know? i think i think I, I, is that medulla it might be um, these all, all these albums are bleeding together. I don't think songs. it's Biophilia. Um, okay, I'm going to just read. This isn't in my top, but this song, this this song, so this is from Post, and it's Hyper Ballad, which is like a hit. This is a popular, popular song. Um, but the first part I relate to so hard and just feel like I'm so glad someone wrote these words and said it because it's how I feel so deeply. And she's it's so simple, and yet it's so... Good. Let's get to this. Let's, Let's get, get to, to it. <laughs> um. Okay. Ugh. I just maybe we should insert the song. You know, I don't know if we're inserting songs on this one. It, I, we, I should try. It's also uh, always a little extra effort, so we just gotta be careful how. How often? It's like it's like such a street strange thing to say, but we just should be careful how many times we choose to insert a song. During this episode. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> Potentially inserting the song. If not, I'll read the words and we'll see. Yeah. But this this idea. We live on a mountain. Right at the top, there's a beautiful view from the top of the mountain. Every morning, I walk towards the edge and throw little things off, like car parts, bottles, and cutlery, or whatever I find lying around. It's become a habit, a way to start the day. I go through all of this before you wake up so I can feel happier to be safe up here with you. Ooh. I go through all of this before you wake up so I can feel happier to be safe up here with you. That image. And then she goes on to say, I go it's early morning. This. No one is awake. I, I'm back at my cliff, still throwing things off. I listen to the sounds they make on their way down. I follow my eyes till they crash. I imagine what my body would sound like slamming against those rocks. And when it lands, will my eyes be closed or open? Still throwing things out. I listen to the sounds they make on their way down. I follow with my eyes till they crash. I imagine what my body would sound like. Be 
like the idea of her of, of getting up and needing to go and throw things off a cliff and wondering what would happen if you threw your body into the water and wondering how that would feel and then continuing to throw things so that you can go back to the world to like feel happier in the world I'm like that's it that's how I feel like this that sentiment that that way of approaching the world I'm like yeah like she gets it like it takes going to that place so that way you can go back to the like quote unquote mundane world almost she does have a way of choosing a line and saying it over and over again and it's almost like a meditation and that's mm-hmm. one like what's the line before I wake up before you wake up she says that over and over again that song before you wake up does she I don't think she what's the, what's the line you said uh, to feel safe up here with you is the line that gets safe up here with you is the one that gets repeated. Oh, interesting. Safe up here with yeah. you. Yeah. Maybe there's another. Is there another one she says before you wake up? I make a list. That's the song. Yeah, yeah. There, no, this isn't the one that she makes a list, but there is a song where she makes a list. <laughs> I'm getting all these mixed <laughs> up. <laughs> it's too many. There's too many. <laughs> I've been deep diving Bjork hard this week, so it's like hard. It's all bleeding together for me. There's people who've written dissertations on Bjork. I'm sure. I'm sure. Appropriately so. Appropriately so. Um, let me see if I can find this because I'm curious. I think what we're saying about, I, I think maybe, uh, here's what I want to say about Bjork for no small thing. Okay. I've already said some things I want to say, but like, I think this is like our intro episode. Like, I'd love to do another episode next time that, that is, in heavy quotes, a little bit more responsible. Meaning, <laughs> meaning, like, we do choose a song or an album or, like, something manageable mm-hmm. and really go on a big, fun, deep dive. Mm-hmm. I love that. But I want to do that. But this is just Bjork. I don't know. I think it's it was. It's too big. It's yeah, as the week went on, I was like, this is too much. I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm, my brain and my heart is hurting, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know it's real. It's super real. Because the thing is, she comes out with, like, debut amazing fucking album mm-hmm. amazing post <laughs> amazing fucking there's no bad album, album. and then Homo volta Gina. maybe is the only one you don't like very much a uh, volta's medium yeah. I, it's it's my least favorite but it's still good it has more hip-hop vibes which i which is what i like um homogenic potentially a perfect album <laughs> and then then she comes out with Vespertine, and you're like, it can get better? You know, you're like, what the fuck? And then she gets, I feel like I was, I was saying this to you yesterday, like, they get more conceptual with time, mm-hmm. which, like, conceptual albums are my personal favorite. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I'm going to do a project where we focus on the voice, and this whole project is going to be about the human voice. Watch what I can do. Yeah. And then she comes up with Medulla, and it's, insane and so so good oh i'm gonna do a project where i take a look at nature and we look at all these things she comes with biophilia and it's and works with sir richard attenborough that's part of the documentary yeah yeah that's wild it's crazy it's amazing and it's (laughs) so good it's like she they're getting better and yet each album is just as good as the other it's it's hard to wrap your head around that they're getting better and yet also i'm like but debut is also perfect yeah you know yeah because it's like they all have their place and they all sound like bjork they're all still so obviously her essence her essence never leaves them and yet she's evolving there's she's trying new things she's experimenting it's like oh let's see what bjork can do with this kind of concept you know and it's like this is what we were going to do. This is what we can do. I think it's one of the things I've been saying to you a lot lately, though, is this concept or an idea of collaboration. It's like collaboration is so fun because 
I, I never know how to say the name of this album. Vulcan, Vulcanera? Uh, Volkernica? Volkernica. Is that how one says it? Volkernica. Also such an amazing album. So, uh, Vol- Volknikura? You might be right. See, that's why I think like true Bjork fans would be like, like this podcast like, is trash. These people suck. <laughs> they don't know Bjork. Volknik Volnikura. Volnikura. That has to be it. Volnikura. Yeah. Um like recently, and, and this would be interesting to just have a brief little layover of a conversation about this, is like on Volnikura and Utopia, mm-hmm. she had these collaborators, um, Anoni, I think that's how you say it. Do you know Anoni? No. Anoni is like one of the most uh, celebrated, I don't, I don't know, critically acclaimed transgender vocalists hmm. in the last like 10 years. And their albums are mind-blowing. And so that was one of the main collaborators of that album. And then, and then Arca's on all Arca. of Utopia. Right. Yeah. So that's an interesting decision on Bjork's part. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and then I to was, work with these transgender artists. I was getting really sidetracked by both of those artists this week. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. really sidetracked. I don't know the other artists. I mean, I know Arca and love Arca deeply. You would love Anoni. Really? Oh. Here I go. This day yeah. destiny eventually. If I, I can chill out about Bjork. Yeah. I don't know if I'm going to be able to, like, I've listened to, I'm like, will I be able to listen to Bjork tomorrow? And I'm like, yup. <laughs> <laughs> Anoni's like a little, it's a funny, it's a funny vibe to like, do a yin and yang contrast between those two because Arca's like really just, just with the beats, Mm -hmm. but then also with their personality and their aggression, they're Mm -hmm. like in your face, in your face. Yeah. But then Anoni's like super chill. I mean, it's like, this is a funny thing for you. Oh yeah. They, I, they're, they're suggesting that I listen to Anoni right now. (laughs) There you go. This is what my iTunes knows. Uh, they're so much more soft and chill, like nine vibes almost. Mm. Honestly, Mm. Um, but in their album is hopelessness. Interested. <laughs> Interested. Hopelessness, hopelessness. Thank you. Sign me up. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I was, I was, I didn't, I was surprised by that. And I guess I'd gotten into Anoni's album into Anoni's album about two years ago. And so I was brought back to that today doing some deep diving, but I just think it's fascinating that Bjork has very obviously intentionally partnered with these two transgender folks for these last two albums. Yeah. Um, well, I think Bjork is someone who like kind of is lives outside the bounds of what, what people would expect for her. Like, I think a lot of people attribute Bjork to being like a queer artist in the fact that Bjork is like, first of all, I think open, but second of all, people often talk about Bjork as being so in love with nature. It's Mm -hmm. like she is relationally connected and honest and open about being romantic about nature and like in a very queer way. It's like, that's so cool. And I feel that so deeply. That's really fun. (laughs) Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, whatever, whatever the word queer means, Bjork feels queer. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like a disruptor. You know, and a questioner, and she's a definitely not doing anything normative. Yeah, you know, she's yeah. not she's not playing by a normative set yeah. of rules, and she's not playing into heteronormativity. Yeah, you know? I don't think we'd want any part of those definitions and categories. No, no. 
Not at all. <sighs> I think I think Can we talk about her hair and her buns? And can we talk about her masks? And can we talk about <laughs> just how fucking dope her clothes are? Because her clothes you are should. so you good. You should. You seem to want to say some things about <laughs> I don't have things. I don't have like big big thoughts. I'll just say like <laughs> what? I like that. I was I was not that wasn't in our show notes, but sure. <laughs> it's popping off. We're popping off. Yeah. Um she's an avant-garde person. Yeah. And her fashion is so cool. So cool. From the start till continuing, like the aesthetics of Bjork are so epic like biophilia this insanely bright orange wig Mm -hmm. and then utopia with these amazing intricate masks and i feel like bjork so bjork kind of complicates things because i i'm a little bit like sour about people spending money right in general i don't i don't love it and so i'm like name brands expensive clothing Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but York is so pure in like the sense that I feel like she's what she's doing with the clothing that she wears and these like designer things because she collaborates with designers. <sighs> I always want to have a conversation with you about this someday. <laughs> <laughs> you holding back? I, I I I I don't have it all worked out because I'm not coming from a I'm not coming from a place where I'm in it, but like. Bjork is the music version of the fashion people that she likes, you know? I know. So, I... I, I, I'm saying, I don't look at Bjork... I'm not judging Bjork for her designer clothes. Right, okay, okay, okay. I'm not. I I find myself being like, I'm not judging this at all. Bjork has found an inroad to you for this conversation. She seems to be... Honestly, she's the one who's making me be more open to it. Okay. Um, Because I see what her... Like, I see her living into her full artistic self mm-hmm. and using, like, any means necessary to communicate. And she's such a visual person. Mm-hmm. And I'm responding to what she's wearing. You know, I'm feeling it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think, yeah, it definitely does make me Because it's not, I, I, this is a very clunky way of saying this. It's not like the thing she's wearing is something that she went and picked up at Goodwill, which is fine. Right. It's, not, it's more than fine. It's great. Like for for people out here living to go and pick up a cool outfit from Goodwill. Right. That's really cool. But like for what she's doing, it's this. It's the fashion version of her album. It's like I'm collaborating with another artist. You can't get this at Goodwill. Right. This is a this is a, a designer outfit that this person has created. Just like I created my album. Right. No, and it's like this masterpiece. It's yeah. this work of art that she's doing. Yeah. Um, and her clothing is so weird mm-hmm. and like almost like a borderline on costume well that's what i'm saying it's like kind of avant-garde it's yeah. like it's there's a I, I maybe i'll just show you right now it's frustrating that's another that's another memory from my growing up i again people that really know bjork they're gonna be like that's the wrong year but like somewhere in my high school year is like 1996 mtv video music awards and i think this predates vespertine mm-hmm. but she showed up wearing like a swan for a for a, a dress, and it's like that's the crazy thing about our society is like for everyday folks who are turning into like a a, a music reward show like MTV Video Music Awards, that's gonna get a lot of attention. But for Bjork, she's like, 
this is this it? Is. Yeah, yeah. I found the picture. For Bjork, and for those that know Bjork, you're like, this isn't that crazy if you're Bjork. It's like, right. Of course she'd wear that. That's amazing. I'm right? just showing Scott photos. But isn't that amazing? It's absolutely nuts. I'm, I'm reading this article. It's like fine art. <laughs> it is fine art. Yeah. Look at this. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, how do you describe what Macy's showing me? Macy's One, showing me. Okay, this photo, I'm I'm obsessed with this look of hers. It's where her whole head is just, it's like pom-pom. In the, in the, the old days, we would headdress. say, we'll post this in our show notes. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we will post this in our show notes. Is Bjork the day, the debut of going back to our website? Maybe. Scott and I had a very serious team meeting yesterday. I would send you this as I'm editing it. I'll send you a reminder, like, yeah, remember no, to do. find this picture. Find this picture. Well, this is this article that um, is Bjork's 10 best outfits in order of wearability, which okay. I'm like, that's good because... A reminder to editing Scott. <laughs> <laughs> it really is, though. <laughs> it is. I'm going to listen to that and be like, oh, that's, what the, that's the website Macy got this from. Um, it's hard to break it down and I, we, we can't go into it, but like, I'm someone who likes to dress eccentrically, 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 eccentrically. Um, and I don't tend, can I, can I say something for fun? Yeah. I, I, you were in the middle of a thought yesterday and I didn't want to correct you. What did I say? (laughs) This is something you do is, is, is you say the word. That sounds just like the word, and I know exactly what you're saying, but you don't use the right word. What is it? You said something the other day about somebody conceding. You're like, and they conceded that it was the right decision or something like that. Uh-huh. But you said seceded. <laughs> <laughs> like seceded the country yeah. or whatever. Yeah, and you're like, and this person seceded, and you're like, seceded. I think Macy meant conceded. Like they, <laughs> but I'm like, I know what you mean. <laughs> Words are tough sometimes, I know. you no, know? Of course. <laughs> Poignant? Poignant. I'm, I'm not here trying to correct words. Is that how it is? Is it poignant? <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how to pronounce poignant. <laughs> poignant. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> poignant. Poignant. <laughs> poignant. <laughs> exactly. I'm probably never going to be able to poignant? do it. <laughs> There's like a really, one of my favorite online, I think I showed this at the edge one time, is like an online something somebody did was like seeing when somebody Googled pregnant and how it's so oh, misspelled. Oh, that video Pregnante, is so funny. Pregnant. <laughs> poignant. 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 Po- wait, let me try. Poignant. Perfect. You got it. I'm Ooh. amazing. First of all, um, <laughs> I will probably never remember that unless you point it out to me. I will point it out. <laughs> Poignantly. Poignant. Poignant. Succeed, Poignant? succeed. The thing is, I think I say it a lot, too. You do. You like that word. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of things feel, feel poignant. Poignant. <laughs> oh, that's good. That is good. Okay. Any I, other I, popping off ideas? Here's, here's the thoughts? final popping off. First, full circle for, for no small thing. I feel like this is no, Bjork vibes. Oh, pointing the to the logo? no small thing symbol. The logo? Yeah, the logo. Yeah, that might be true. Doesn't I it feel, feel that. like Bjork? <laughs> I does. I Yeah, no, I feel that. I'm trying to think what I was listening to. I was probably listening to Divers when I made that. Um I, oh, let me say one thing about you and me and music and musicians. And okay. this is a popping off. Maybe for this last part. Uh okay. There's no music judgment. You can listen to a, a the most basic SoundCloud rando beat 
that you just found randomly and you like it. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be established or reviewed or it doesn't have to be cool or interesting. It's just something you like. Mm-hmm. Music is music. Mm-hmm. I'm a big believer in that. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes I don't even live by my own philosophy. Because I, you're always looking and seeing what people are liking? I, I'm trying to what see... Are there, what are the critiques I, I'm trying to see the <laughs> reviews <laughs> and, I guess, critiques. Like, I'm trying to find out what critics. the best of the best. The critics. critics. What are the critics saying? Um yeah, so, so so this is a caveat. Um, oh, this is too big of a thought almost. Here comes a thought. I, okay, he, here's what I'm going to say in a, in, a, in, a, in, a, in a meta way. It's like one part a Macy thought and one part an all people listening to music thought. Okay. And it's, an all, it's also a Scott thought. <laughs> <gasps> what kind of thought it, is it's this? It's this idea of like I know who you are. Yeah. I know who you are, so there's no judgment. It's celebration. But when I when I my first initial connection with you over music is Twenty One Pilots, mm-hmm. I'm like also sort of in heavy quotes on the other side of this conversation. And I, I this this I'm like there's no way this can't sound sound snobby, and I'm not meaning it to. And I'm like, yeah, but there's also Bjork, and there's also Joanna Newsom, and there's also right. these. No, they artists. were like my gateway. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like with you in the moment, being like, this is really sweet talking about 21 pilots but i also deeply sense that macy's ready for more yeah and this is only a hint of sign of things to come and that it's really fun to think that that was my absolute pure impulse and that's been proven true yeah no it's it's true i i know i know whatever macy's experiencing right now through this through this 21 pilots album will get greatly enhanced through Bjork someday. You know, like, it's great. Tyler Joseph is great, but, like, you can't, you can't even talk about Tyler Joseph being in Bjork's realm. No, you you can't. (laughs) You can't. That's the thing. It's like, I, I have my top, Bjork is now, Bjork is definitely top artist. Mm -hmm, Like, mm -hmm. Bjork and Joanna, Mm -hmm, tied. mm -hmm. Tied for top for me. How could you even try to talk about who would be better. It is impossible. Impossible. <laughs> it's a horrible thought. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and a very um, soul-crushing discussion. No need to talk <laughs> about that. Were you on the porch when I... Yeah, we were all talking about this idea of uh, Bjork, Meredith Monk, Fiona Apple, yeah. and Joanna Newsom collaboration. It's too much almost. I mean, this isn't the same thing, but like there's a song where Kanye and T.I. and Lil Wayne and Jay-Z all teamed up over a M.I.A. beat. Oh, dang. And it's cool, but it's just a little too much. Like, all these per- people des- deserve... Deserve or, their own shining. They, they shine on their own. Like, Kanye's Kanye, Lil Wayne's Lil Wayne, and they're all so much. Jay-Z yeah. is the biggest. Lil yeah. Wayne's the biggest. Kanye is the biggest. T.I. out of those four is probably not as big the as smallest? those three. The smallest out of those <laughs> four. But then... They had this performance at the uh, at some sort of award show, and it's like actually the main star of this whole thing is MIA. Yeah, and they <laughs> she sings the hook because they remixed the song. It was like Kanye obviously produced this, and uh, to prove it, MIA comes out like eight months pregnant oh, and is like sh- dancing all over these fools, pregnant like, and they're kind of like coming in with their beats, but she comes in every chorus is like. Uh, and, and the chorus is no one on the corner has swagger like us. And they're like, oh, I'm doing my rap. But she like comes she's in and she's like, like uh, oh, actually. I'm like pregnant. Who cares about you fools? It's like, whoa. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't, I don't know how those 
four could all share a space together. I know, you know? I know, but I would cry and die. <laughs> in heaven. Um, it's in a ten heaven. hour song in heaven. <laughs> <laughs> it is a ten hour song. <laughs> it's true that Tyler Joseph is like the very beginning and he holds Entry drug. Yeah, he holds like a open. soft spot in my heart that I'll never get out. Yeah. But I am I am like no, he's not on the level of like Bjork and Joanne. <laughs> right, right. So like, no. But there is a part of him that the the simplicity and the like emo ness of him. Oh, we can always I love Tyler Joseph. I mean, it's it's the same thing ever. of like rap. It's like in in the rap realm, it's like uh, you have you have. I, I mean, honestly, I would say Drake. I, I, Drake to me is the Twenty One Pilots of rap. Like, Drake is great, and, and Drake has a lot of street cred and a lot of critical acclaim and you know pe- he's sort of the emotional well, rapper. Well, doesn't have any critical acclaim. People don't take them seriously, which is kind of annoying. Like the, no, I know. The rap going. I was just going on like But I'm just saying it. then Kendrick is like the Joanna of rap. Yeah. You know, that's like, the you can't. Yeah, you can't. You can't talk about Drake compared to Kendrick in terms of like substance, but like they're yeah. both good. I yeah. I I'm a Drake fan at the end of the day actually. Yeah. You know. Yeah. No, it's real. So I'm not a hater on any sort of music, but then you just have to concede sometimes, not secede. Uh, you have to concede sometimes <laughs> that like this, al- this person is just pretty high up there. Yeah. You know, I mean, and I would say Bjork is interesting in that, like, I mean, I'm not trying to compare her to Joanna, but here oh. I go. There's Bjork is Bjork is a difference in that she really does place play this more iconic role mm-hmm. like Bjork true is has hits yep you know Bjork is on the radio true joanna's not on the radio no i mean I joanna's mean, first ha- album is actually the most crazy and complicated joanna's yeah i mean milk-eyed mender what is it milk-eyed mender i mean it's beautiful and wonderful but 12 like, minute songs that's yeast you're talking about yeast Oh, I mean, there's at least a nine-minute song in that first album. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, I feel like debut is a pop album. It's three-minute right, songs right, through exactly. and through. Right, exactly. It's like... There's nothing wild on there. No, no, nothing wild on there. Um, <laughs> what is these names? Milk-Eyed... Milk-Eyed Mender is the first <laughs> album. Mender. I'm yeah, trying to think if there's any hits on it. That's which not is terribly accessible. Joanna's latest album is her most successful, right, I think. Right, right. Uh-huh. Most successful and accessible. Yeah, and I think Bjork gets less and less accessible. 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 Jeez, I am tough at words. <laughs> um, I think the least accessible. <sighs> I've really made you paranoid tonight. <laughs> accessible? No, I'm not paranoid. Okay, I don't okay. care. Um, <laughs> least accessible is probably Biophilia from Bjork. What is the least? I think Medulla is. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. The least accessible. Okay. Any other pop-off thoughts? <laughs> we're, we're an hour into this yeah, conversation. Yeah, we should, we should be moving so, on. It, for those of you who are listening and like a No Small Thing episode, we're not coming back with like four more chapters. I think we're coming back with now... Our top five. Top five, which is sort of a, a, a turning the corner, rounding second base and winding down. And Scott's tried to guess what mine are going to be. He wrote them down. I wrote down a few. Yeah. And I and I'm pretty <laughs> sure I know what the others are, but like there's just so many too. So so we're gonna do top five. And Scott has a trick. I have a workaround. 
I, my, my top fives are going to follow a theme, and I, and I used this theme because it first felt true, but it also helped me eliminate some songs, and it also set me up to have a, a, a reflection on an element of Bjork's albums that I think is interesting. Okay, when we come back, we'll find out what that is. Hey, everybody. It's Mace here in the middle of this lovely Bjork episode. Before we get to our top five, I'm going to drop in and just give a little plea or a request. If you are a fan of No Small Thing, or even not a fan, if you have thoughts about this podcast, No Small Thing, we would deeply, significantly, greatly appreciate it if you went and gave us a rating or a review. It would take less than three minutes to give us the stars and a few thoughts. We're kind of like dry on reviews and our souls would like them, but then it also helps people to find the podcast. That's primarily what we'll focus on. But to be honest, our souls also want reviews. So please, if you haven't and you're a fan of No Small Thing, all it takes is three minutes. It means a whole lot. It goes a long way. Thank you so much. We love you so much. You're amazing. Thank you for listening. I hope maybe you're pausing this and you go listen to Bjork and then you can come back in your top fives. I don't know. Maybe you can listen to a Bjork song while you give the review. That's your choice. All right. We love you. Goodbye. <laughs> Everybody, we're, back. we're back with our top songs. We're here to talk about it. So if you're a Bjork fan, we this listened might, to Hyperballad in the break. And this it was might a be really a time, time where you're like ears are perked. What are these crazy guys gonna say about five? Bjork? They're top fives. Are they valid? Well, first of all, you don't get to decide. This is just our top five. True. Should we go back and forth? We should go back and forth. Um, do you want to tell me what your workaround is? Or are you yes. gonna wait? Nope, I'll tell you for okay. fun. Because you still won't know. Okay. Um, the reveal is my workaround was my top five are final songs on albums. Okay, 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 okay. That makes sense because her final songs on albums are so, 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 so good. Right. Um, Which is a thing to talk about because... I I'm, have three final songs on my top five. See? So without even doing that, you did it. Mm-hmm. I just think... I don't, know how, five, I don't know how intentional she was about that, but it's like her her final songs tend to be some of her best. Yeah. Which <laughs> is, honestly, to me, I'm like, that is the mark of the best. Like, if an album finishes with an amazing song, that's, I think an album should finish with its, I don't know if best song is the right word, but it's like, that final song means, maybe means the most to me. As a person listening to an album, I'm like, how did they end the album? What was their last song? And if it was done well, that makes the album that much better. You and I are kindred spirits on that. I yeah. think I think there's something... I was listening to one of the songs on this list today mm-hmm. and just getting strangely uh, just... Emotional? Yeah, very huge, welled up tears in my eyes. Yeah. And, I was, I, and it was because of this thought of like, this is the last song. Yeah. Like... I was like, I don't know what's happening. I don't know what's yeah, happening. Yeah. I just, I, I appreciate, I guess, the intentionality. To me, I feel like if somebody's going to end the last, if somebody's going to have a last song that's really big and intentional, it shows that they've put some thought into it, I think. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and it, mm-hmm. it also says, like, 
there's some coherence and this is like almost like a period. It's like I've no, been telling a is. sentence and and this finishes it and this was a this was all intentional. Yeah. No, it, it pulls everything together and she does that with her last songs. Ugh. She's not she's not flipping about them. It's, I mean, I wanted to say like breathtaking. I mean, when you see somebody like it's like, honestly, the way I've responded to this review of ours where it's like land the plane, it's like, mm-hmm. I guess our podcast doesn't land the plane, right. but I like some spaces to land the plane. Yeah. No, it's real. Some, most of these albums land the plane. Now I, I went through. So you li- really, so you really were like, I can't pick a top song. So I guess I'll just look at all of the last songs. I already I- knew I was feeling a pull to the last songs being my favorite. Yeah. And so I was like. Let's just go through the last songs. And there were some of them like, we're like, nope, nope, not even in the running. Like, yeah, that's not, yeah, but like, yeah. many of them were like, we're going to have a lot of the same top five. I, I bet. Think. I bet. I think so. Yeah. Okay, wait. Okay. <laughs> um, okay. I have a top five, but I have like five honorable mentions. Oh my gosh. I have honorable mentions too. Okay. And, and, and I mean, you just have to say like all the songs and all the albums are the honorable mentions. I mean, I, I can't think of a song I don't like. You know? It's really true. And the way though. she works is like, if I don't like the song, it's like makes me think I should work. You should work it. into like, yeah, you know, for real. Um, okay. Should I just say mine? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, this didn't make my top five and I actually am like, I don't know how it didn't, but it's just because there's too many good songs. Mm-hmm. Pagan poetry. Mm-hmm. This is probably my, this is probably my six. If I were to pick, this is six. Um, but I wanted to not, not forget, um, future forever. Oh, which is like, I mean, I'm guessing it's probably yours because it's the last song of you. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I mean, are, how many albums are there? Like nine or ten? Um, it's just, I mean, it's you like don't know. the the words of it are, they are. I think they could be a mantra for life. Yes. Um, and then tied with that, I like put a slash because I just put Utopia. So here I'll say this. I wanted to make sure I put songs from Utopia and I wanted to make sure I put songs from uh, Volkernica. Vol- mm-hmm. That's I think you said it right. Um, in my in my honorable mentions because they don't make my top five. Um, but Body Memory mm. also. Oh. Me it's like, I think that's one of the ones I was talking about today. No, it, Body Memory is It good. is... Uh, Pause and listen to that song and embrace it and fully get invested in it. I had it's, I had an experience with it today. Yeah, yeah, because it's 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 a song that really takes you to an experience yeah. for sure. It's nine minutes plus. <sighs> it's slow. That's utopia, and it right? You to its utopia. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, uh, that to me almost made the list because I had such a profound experience with it today. But I was like, I think that's just my experience today but uh, but beat wise i was like how are they using like cheetah sounds in here mm-hmm. as a as part of the beat and mm-hmm. there's all sort of crazy animal noises yeah you know? no it's 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 so good um okay wait i want to find this lyrics to the other song that's a top song for mine um it's from Walkernica and it's not get Volnakura, I think. Volnakura. we're gonna and keep this, the words are tough for me to be honest no that that's tough for anybody um, I keep looking it back up just to make sure. The song sure. Not Get is, I mean, that whole album to me is just a really painful, beautiful album, and she really embraces the pain. It's like a breakup album. Um, yeah. And I'll just read some of the, the lines. It's the chorus. If I regret us, I'm denying my soul to grow. Don't remove my pain. It's my chance to heal. Ooh, that is a Macy thought. Don't remove my pain. It's my chance to heal. I'm Dang. yeah. Yeah. That's what a, what is that? 
it's almost like you're you're mocking the English language. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that thought doesn't make sense, but I know it does. Oh, it makes. I know it does, it's, but it's not it's a in thought my, you hear in common daily. Yeah. yeah. Thought. <laughs> um. Say it again. Say it again. Say it again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if I regret us, I'm denying my soul to grow. Don't remove my pain. It is my chance to heal. Don't remove my Don't pain. Remo- it's my chance. That's me screaming yeah. to the world. Yeah. Don't remove my pain. This is my chance to heal. Dang. This pain is this pain is important, significant. It's beautiful. It's my chance to fucking heal. Dang. Don't take that away. Yeah. I feel that deeply. <laughs> um, so that gets an honorable mention. The fire. We're in the fire right now. The fire. Oh, for real. Um, okay, those are my honorable mentions. Uh, well, oh, all neon like is also an honorable mention um, that <laughs> didn't get brought up. But uh, Bjork's performance of all neon like, which she's in this white dress and this white mask, is like an image I can't escape, and it's amazing. Do you it have is. any honorable mentions? I have three honorable three honorable mentions. Okay, one is yoga. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And here's one that I thought should be considered mm-hmm. in sort of a, a, a wild card, but. Uh, it's called Birthday by the Sugar Cubes. Oh, you know, I I claim I love Bjork and I'm obsessed with Bjork and have barely listened to the Sugar Cubes. So there, again, people that are my age will know a group like The Smiths, which was Morrissey's band. Mm-hmm. And then um, there's another group called The Sundays, which if anybody is listening, and I, I, I bet there's, I bet out of like... I feel like The Smiths I'll have a day with Destiny with too. Yes, yes. Yeah. It, um. And Morrissey, I think, is a four. Yeah. And I have complicated... I mean, Chris Morrissey Gathered has... is obsessed with Morrissey. Morrissey hasn't aged well. He's very complicated. Oh. I mean, it's like it's like a four white male who's like, just can't also... Can't get it... Can't get his shit know. together. He's, he, he's, he just says cringy things, but... And it's all sort of in the name of authenticity and stuff mm-hmm. like this. But mm-hmm. side note on Morrissey, but there's another group called The Sundays, which is sort of this... I don't know. I won't use the best words for this, but like... It is precursor to my beach house love. Um, like kind of blissful guitar, like rooted in punk, but a little bit more low key. So I don't know. Birthday by the Sugar Cubes was an, a song that I actually knew, mm-hmm. and now that I've revisited it with a Bjork uh, appreciation, 
It's it is like it's like the Sundays or the Smiths with Bjork as the vocalist. So she's yeah. going yeah. hard Bjork. Bjork. Yeah. And yeah. like kind of it's not even punk, it's Bjork. There's no There's definition. No definition for and it's it, yeah. like these sort of sweet, blissful guitar, drums, rock, and then Bjork just being like and then kind of doing like typical singing, but then like all sorts of just crazy vocal inflections. And then the lyrics are like, what are these lyrics even? It's like somebody that's really I don't upset know about song. Oh gosh. I feel like I almost I'm feel like we should stop and watch the video. Because there's a video too. Maybe let's do it. Let's let's watch the video really quick, cause then I'll put the song in. So birthday birthday song is a uh, everybody we just watched birthday song YouTube video look that up man <laughs> love love your more the feelings got even bigger <laughs> for me um, so I'm making this list simple I I think any song could be an honorable mention there's okay. just no no song. it's true but I don't have um, I guess I. My, one of my songs is all neon like that beat is it's the best beats. Unreal. Yeah, it's <laughs> unreal. It's so good. No, that song hits. That song hits me like on a body level. Yeah, more than any song. Glow in the dark, stress, My That's an honorable up. mention for me. We have a similar honorable mention. Did you mention all your honorable mentions? Those are my three. I only have three. I said all neon like pagan poetry and hyper ballad. Those are my honorable nice. mentions. Yep. There they are. Oh, and body memory and future forever and not get. <laughs> <laughs> you had a few more than me. Um, okay, 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 okay. Who's gonna go first with number five? <laughs> you go first with number five. Now I can guess because now I know their last songs. Oh, right, 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 right. Go ahead and guess my fifth, I guess. Sure. Unison. Uh, my fifth is All is Full of Love. <laughs> it's a number five. Yeah, it's, it's a number, number five. five. I mean, it's very special. Very yeah. special. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's an amazing end to an album. It's amazing end to an album. It's a, it, the video is amazing. The video like is robot, robot sex, I guess. The video is like <laughs> one of the best music videos ever yeah. made. I feel like, and it's taken off YouTube. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not on YouTube. You have to find like weird versions of it. Because of robot sex, I think so. Wow, I wanted to get a mask that had the robots on it, but I was like, no, mate, just don't. <laughs> don't. That's taking it too far. <laughs> I think it's a love song that transcends love songs, and I guess you can't talk about Bjork without sounding. Like you're in a Bjork zone, but like 
It's not trite or cheesy. No. It makes you believe in the message. It 100% does. 100% yeah. does. There, the reason it might not be higher up is because I feel like it's been talked about a lot. It's almost too good yeah. that it's like too popular. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I feel that. So I was just like, yeah, we all know this. All is we full all of, know All Is Full of Love yeah. is an unreal <laughs> song. Yeah. Yeah. No, for real. Um, but it's fantastic. It's for sure my top five. It's not my five, and I'm gonna wait to say things about it till until it gets brought. Okay, up. okay. So to the point, to the point of like, when we hear songs that we know, and we just sort of get in a trance. Mm-hmm. Like our friend Daniel played this song in our youth group, our virtual youth group. I deeply requested it. I sent it to yeah. him like three times in different versions too. Yeah. <laughs> so he did not uh, like an acoustic version. Yeah. And as he's singing it, it's like because it's being sung in a brand new way over acoustic and it's Daniel and youth group. I'm not even thinking about Bjork. And as he's singing the lyrics, I'm literally like Googling the lyrics. I'm like, what's this song? Yeah. And I'm like, it's all full of love. I just I was like hearing it in this context with with Daniel singing. I was like these words are profound. Like the words are great. Yeah. You know, twist your head around. You'll be given love. You'll be given, love. You. You'll yeah, be given like, love. You've ah, got to trust it. Yes. All is full like, of love. Trust <laughs> your oh. <laughs> okay, so that's my fifth. That's your fifth? Okay, okay. Um, do we want to do any guesses or no? There's just too many to guess. I actually, I mean, I have, do you want me to share my guesses from Biophilia? Yeah, I have you one s- song okay, from Biophilia. So, so, okay, okay. Well, then I'm I a little confused. I picked one song from Biophilia. Okay, so that changes things. I picked one song from debut. So you, you, that changes things because you said two songs come your favorite from your favorite album. Yeah. So I th- I assumed your favorite album was Biophilia. I knew you were wrong. I knew you were wrong. And so for so let's I just I just wonder <laughs> if, if if one of these two or either of them are in your top five. So if any if any top five from Biophilia make your top five, I guess Crystalline and Mutual Care. What did you say? Crystalline and Mutual Care are either mutual of those. Mutual Core, neither of those. Mutual Core, ah, uh, Mutual Core, yeah. Dang it. Neither of those. Those weren't those. I have three top songs from Biophilia, and those are not any of those. Ah. So you're a fool. Okay. But it's fine. <laughs> um, okay, my number five comes from debut, and you can probably guess it. It's this song feels like my soul. You said it last night. It should have gotten an honorable mention for me, honestly, but is it human human? No, it's the it's the anchor song. Oh, the anchor song. It's the anchor What's song. What's the first song though? 
Human behavior. Human behavior. Yeah, no, I mean, that actually is also That's also an iconic mention. Bjork song. It is. And Human Sensuality is an iconic yeah. Bjork song. Possibly, maybe. These are all iconic <laughs> Bjork songs that are also so, so, so good. I just love that Human Behavior is the first the song first in the first album. Because it's perfect. I know. Um, Anchor Song. Anchor Song is my number five. Yeah. Um, What's my favorite? Uh, what did I say my favorite T.O.P. song was? Truce. Truce. Yeah. Anchor song has truce vibes to me, in my opinion, for um, me, personally. It's simple. Mm-hmm. It's the same. It's I live by the ocean. I live, live, I live by the ocean. I drop my anchor out. This is my home. No, um, big, I'm already getting sort of teary-eyed. Yeah, and I mean, honestly, la- yesterday Scott and I went on like a really, really special friend trip, and I also <laughs> got to go to the ocean and like go play in the tide pools and like... I could get really emotional of like how significant like this specific like playing in the typos is for me. And like, it does feel like the most home I am. So like this song, it's like, yeah, this is exactly, and it's so simple and it's so real and true. And I'm just like, thank you. So that's why it's my arrive. <laughs> and it's these, I, I, I mean, everybody, if you're a musician and we're not using the right <laughs> words, I, it's, I think it's some sort of pipe organ, but it also sounds like bassoons. Yeah. There's, I don't know what it is, but there's a lot of cool wind instruments. I'll say that yeah. with my minimal music knowledge. Yeah. There's some interesting, but I, I do love how minimalist it is. You yeah. Know? No, it's, it's, it's a debut is such a good album. And then it ends with this song that's so simple and feels like, the soul. It feels like the soul of Bjork in that song. Signs of things to come. Yeah. She's like, yeah, I did this big album, but like, this is really. Yeah. And you're like, whoa. <sighs> whoa. That's my number five. That's, That's a good five. one. Um, my number four. Do you want to take another guess? I do want to take another okay, guess. Okay. So if all is full of love has been said. Yeah. Yeah. Future forever. Uh, number four is Unison oh. from Vespertine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And. Honestly, that probably was an easy choice because of our conversations. Because I think not only not only you reminded me of the video, which I had a good experience with, but the live. No, the it's it that's the cartoon, right? Isn't that the isn't it that, is the cartoon, yeah. It is. Of this this skeleton dogs and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But um I don't know, hearing it through your lens and this line that you drew out of I never thought I'd compromise you know that that made me like the song uh, way more so as as I was going through the final songs that I was like no that that wouldn't even make any sort of cut like no 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 and when I got to Eunice I was like gosh this is actually an amazing song an amazing and I think I listened to it like song. three times in a row and I was like just letting it hit letting me. it sink it's yeah. so oh my gosh I also won't get into it yet. <laughs> I'd compromise. Yeah. The way she just draws out those lines and really makes you think about it. Every uh, every line in that song is perfect. <laughs>
So that's my number four. Yeah, and it's at the end of like a really good album. Oh, of and course. she puts that together and it's like this album that is really otherworldly and really like heavenly. Mm-hmm. Like this album is really heavenly and then the choir comes in on that and you're just like, oh, oh it's so good. Okay, yeah. that's your number four. Mm-hmm. Okay, my number four comes from Biophilia. Okay. And you've already made your guesses and you already failed. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know how you pronounce it, but it's Cosmonogy. Oh, Cos- Cos- Cosmonogy. Honestly, I thought that was going to be one of my honorable mentions, and I'm actually shocked that I didn't guess that that was one of yours. Um, it's no, it's like a creation story. It's four creation stories. Yeah, it's each verse is a creation story, and if we get to breakdowns, it's the song I've chosen to break down. Ooh, if um, we get to. Um, first we're of a, all, we're one forty in. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. So breakdowns. breakdowns. Um, it's. So it comes from Biophilia, which is this album that is so, so, so focused on nature and it's naming all of these things in nature. And then this song comes in and it's it's less nature and more philosophical and existential. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it's these four creation narratives. But her voice in it is like it cuts through and it feels heavenly, mm-hmm. like fully heavenly. And I, I don't know it. Of all the songs, Biophilia is becoming one of my favorite albums. Like, it's creeping in there. And maybe Catch Me in a Year, and it might be my favorite album. But that song seems to, like, pull back all of this, like, love of nature and bring it to this cosmic level and this wondering. Um, I want to make sure I get the words right, but the first line in it just fucking kills me. I'm so sorry I've been cursing a lot on this. I'm so sorry. There's children. Um, <laughs> Are there children? <laughs> first of all, just her singing "Heaven, Heaven's Bodies." It's just like, it's so good. Maybe we should insert it here because people need to hear it. I think and I'll probably insert most of the top five. Whirl around me, make me wonder. Like this is the this is the that's the line that keeps going back is heaven, heaven's bodies whirl around me, make me wonder, mm-hmm. and then we get this little story, and then back to heaven's bodies, make me wonder. That space of wondering, it's, I don't know, it's really beautiful. <laughs> it's really good. I think, I so think we should four. prepare ourselves to not do deep dives. I think songs. we should. I don't think we should. Because that's the whole episode. I think so. Okay. We're already round, we're, we're like, we're already down. like, yeah, out on time. Um, okay, so that's my number four. 
So now it's your number three? number okay, three. Okay, no, I guess I'm guessing. I'm still guessing end songs. I'm going to go Future Forever. <laughs> number three is Future Forever. <laughs> <laughs> Until I get it, I'll get it. <laughs> yeah. No, it's so good. And that's what that's the song I would have chosen to deep dive tonight. It's Future Forever. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no. I mean, lyrically, it's one of the best. It feels... I feel like I could sit with that. I could write it on my whiteboard. I could like live with it. Do you want me to read some of the lines from Please. Here? I think I guess we'll I think play it what also. What I would say about Utopia. Oh, talk is, about Utopia while I get well, this. Well, so people call it her flute album. <laughs> <laughs> True. <laughs> and it does have that ethereal, hopeful, optimistic, heavenly sky cloud energy and it feels more hopeful. Uh so what I'll say about Volnikara, Volnikara could cry reading these. No, things. I know. I know. It's so good. What, what I'll say about Volnikara, I, I, I will admit that I'm constantly not saying that name right. I know. Me too. Uh, Volnikara. Volnikara. I, I like that album. What I'll say about Volnikara is I appreciate it, but I'm not necessarily relating to a whole album about breakup. And, like, the breakup with this person that's the father of your child. Yeah. I mean, I'm, like, I'm appreciating it, but I'm not, like, yeah. this is really hitting my soul. Utopia c- seems to, it seems to be a response to the breakup, but it, yeah. c- it doesn't necessarily have to be. It yeah. just It's just an album about concepts. I also feel like Utopia, I mean, I feel like Vonicara and Utopia both, I think their pacing is so particular and so good. Like, these songs are slow. Mm-hmm. They're they're deliberate mm-hmm. with them, and you kind of get that with Future Forever. I put it on a I you remember I played it on a drive. I remember exactly where we're about to turn right onto Green Lake, and yeah. I'm like Future Forever. Here yeah, we go. yeah. Um, so please, I'll just say this, please, because like, just this think was... about so the lyrics in All Is Full Is Love is there's one part where she goes twist your head around, it's all around you, which I think is important to know as line. you hear Future Forever. So I'm gonna read some of the lines. I will just say as you're about to read this, like. They seem very universal. Yes. You know, they're just like yes. this. This is like transcendent. Transcendent. Yeah. 100%. Um, imagine a future and be in it. First okay. of all, there. <laughs> Feel this incredible nurture. Soak it in. Your past is on loop. Turn it off. Jeez. See this possible future and be in it. I like get really <laughs> emotional. Hold fort for love forever. We're just momentary vessels. We're just carrying. Trust your head around. Guide your stare elsewhere. Your love is already waiting. You're already in it. Jeez. Hold fort for love forever. Watch me form new nests. Weave a matriarchal dome. Build a musical scaffolding. Between sleep and awake, day and night, between night and day. You say I mirror people's missions at them. Now you mirror at me who I used to be. What I gave to the world, you're giving back at me. Hold fort for love forever. Dang. Insert the song because it's also just like (laughs) it's built with all these synths and there's Mm -hmm. so much space. That's the end of this album that is. It's heavenly. It's. Watch the music videos as well to these songs because that takes you to the visual place of what she's doing there. Mm-hmm. Hold for, for 
again, though, with her albums, for me, it's like, especially being an Enneagram 5, like maybe I can't gloss over these deep songs. Yeah. Like what it, what it does to me is like, I'm going to need to come back to that and get it in its fullness. Yeah. And I need to appreciate every nuance. And so, That's the problem with Bjork in the sense that every song you can't gloss over. Right, it's right. like, oh, wait, I could listen to this song actually all day. Yeah. And I still would be feeling new things with it. So Future Forever is a great example of like after an album of like really fluty, complicated, ethereal songs, ultimately, comparatively, it's a little bit more simplistic. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, it, and it's like what you said. It's actually just synths. Yeah. And it's it's not very many extra things. Mm-mm. No, no. Yeah. And that message in the lyrics that you read just gets across very clearly. Very clearly. Okay, what's your number two? No, I'm on my number three, dude. Oh, you're in a, I just did my number three. Um, do you want to guess? Just want to let you know that my next two come from the same album. And All is Full of Love is not number one. Mm-mm. So both these must be... From the same album. <laughs> I have to look at the list here. Uh, I feel like both these next two out- songs are from ho- Homogenic. You're right. Uh, I'm going to guess... You didn't say yoga as a... Is it yoga? It's yoga. Okay. <laughs> yeah, no, I, it's yoga. It's yoga. Um, on a body level, this song might be my favorite. Yeah. Um. I, this is my favorite song to sing. Yeah. My favorite song to sing. And All Is Full of Love is not in your top five? No, it is. Okay, okay, okay. It's not okay. five, but it's not number one. Okay. So it's so I'll be the next one. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, emotional landscapes, they puzzle me. State of emergency is where I want to be. State of yep. Yep, that's it. You said it, Bjork, and now I get to yeah. sing it and yell it. Because she does. This is a song where it's almost sing-yelling. Yeah. You know, she's belting. She's going, and it's my favorite song is that, to sing Is to. that one of the contenders for the ultimate four-line? <laughs> oh, State of sure. emergency is where, is I, where I want I long to, be. to be. Yeah. Yeah, no, 100%. <laughs> and I feel that. I'm like, yep. Yep. Yep, this I do is long where to I long there. to be. You know, it's like... There's nothing quite like the state of emergency, mm, that feeling of, like, of on edge. There's That's chaos. the fullest, the chaos. Yeah, over 100%. Emotional landscapes. <laughs> All these accidents that happen Follow the dot Coincidence makes sense Only with you to speak I feel emotional landscapes they pass on me the riddle gets out and you push me up to this state of emergency how beautiful That's where I know I'm not a four. I, I, my family is always like, you're a four. It's because I'm like melancholy and it's sort of down. You're sad. I'm like, not really when I hear true four talk. I'm like, I don't relate to that. Yeah. 
I don't want to be a state of emergency. I'm trying to, I'm trying to always avoid being a state of emergency. Yeah. Um, I mean, and it's like similar to like, so like the yoga vibe, this is where like pagan poetry didn't make the top, but it's like, they're, they're doing similar things and that they're both like kind of yelling for this tension. Mm -hmm. They want the tension and pagan poetry is about tension. I mean, that is like, I hate you. I love you. You know, that whole energy. And I, I, I feel that about myself. I feel about fucking fire. I feel about people and relationships. I feel about like a canal. I feel that about jobs. I feel that about this painting. I'm (laughs) Nobody knows what you're talking about. (laughs) A fire and a canal. I know what you're talking about. (laughs) It's real. The other day, this, this is, if anyone's curious, like what I'm like, (laughs) if you're at this point wondering what's Macy like, I listened to post the other day in full on fledged. It's like a, there's so many like love passionate songs and I felt myself feeling them the deepliest I could deepliest about a fire I was making. I was oh like, this gosh. is it. This love song oh, about this fire. Yep. This is it. That's how I feel about this fire right now. Bjork is singing it. <laughs> I, I'm trying to remember the songs on post and I think bachelorette is one of them. Right. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, it is. I'm just trying to think that that would be, I feel like one is a standout to you. I think, okay. Happer ballad was a big one. So we're not on your number two. No, we're not. What are we on your number three? Well, we kind of accidentally blurred your, your three and two. No, I haven't revealed my two. Okay, yet. okay. I talked about no, yeah. So yet. we're getting to my. We're on your two. Yeah. Okay, I want to guess it. Okay. So this is me kind of guessing your one and two. Yeah. I might think your one is the anger song. Okay. So I'm gonna guess. I don't know if this is true because I don't know if this would you would count this. I'm actually kind of at a last loss. Last songs. A last song, and it's not by Ophelia. Mm-mm. Okay, give me I mean, a second. I think I think to a certain extent it, it, it represents a Mace and Scott vibe. Well, my answer. Like an original Scott and Mace vibe. It's not Triumph of the Heart? Nope. <laughs> I don't know. I hope it's the last song. I could have made a mistake. What song know? is it? Headphones. Oh, yeah. I mean, to me... That's Lost on Post. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. To me, it represents something very pure about Bjork. Yeah. And then I think there is something about putting your headphones on and going walking and getting lost. Yeah, yeah. That is very compelling That makes sense. That makes sense. And again, it's one of those things of like a simple song at the end of a big... So I'm right about your first song being the anchor song? Maybe. (laughs) I'll reveal it. Maybe. Uh, That's the only option left in my mind. uh, Yeah, I don't know, like... I'm choosing these final songs, but I say headphones and I can find a lot of reasons to love it. But like there, there is a lot of bombast and Mm -hmm. overwhelmingness in post and to just get to the end of headphones and have it be this pure thing of like, this is what happens when I listen to my headphones and I put them on and I disappear and I go into my own world. And I'm not saying the actual lyrics, but that's the vibe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's what I think I can get get really emotional about that. Yeah. You want to pull them up? I'll pull them up. I'm loving, I'm, I'm feeling like pulling up lyrics right now. I appreciate that. Generally sometimes, I mean, that's why biophilia, she ends, she ends with Nutura, Mm -hmm. whatever that Natura, which is like bombast. I mean, that's one of her, 
we were talking about this yesterday. Like, I think Solstice is kind of the ending. Is it Solstice or the other? It's not. Sol- yeah, it is Solstice. To me, that feels like a, a more that ends it. And then she throws this in there. And then she puts these other extended versions and mm-hmm. then gives us something else. Yeah, maybe Solstice could or Solstice could be a. Yeah, my headphones, they saved my life. Yes. Your tape lulled me to sleep, to sleep, to sleep. It's like, yeah, that's yeah. accurate. Yeah, no, that's a good one. And when you hear her talk about a lot of her early creative, getting in the creative headspace, it was a lot of like getting her headphones on Mm -hmm. and like walking around Mm -hmm. Iceland, Mm -hmm. you know, and um, it sounds so cool. I know. So. I maybe we should have a no small thing trip to Iceland. (laughs) I want to go to Iceland (laughs) so bad. I don't like I. I have zero desire to travel. And <laughs> yeah, some, uh, support us on Patreon so we can go to Iceland. We'll <gasps> do, we'll do a we'll report we'll do back. A whole, we'll do a full like documentary yeah. on our journey. People will be like, who are these people? Okay, so that's yeah. your number two. I just think it really represents us and me that's and sweet. and our heart and soul of Bjork. Like, and again, I I just maybe it's because of the headspace I'm in currently with Bjork of like needing something a little simpler to ground me. Mm-hmm. Like when I, once I get to headphones, like I've, I've listened to each album at least once throughout this week, if not yeah. more so. And, and when I finally get to headphones, um, I'm just like, ah, like, yes, this feels very nice. Chilling, yeah. Contemplative thinking. Yeah. This is nice. Yeah. Okay. You know, my number two, it's all as well as well. <laughs> yeah. Um, this song feels like, I mean, first of all, it's like written in my bathroom. The lyrics are all as full as love. And I look at them like every day, all the time. Not all the time. <laughs> You're looking at them right now. They're in me. <laughs> like they're in me. Yeah. Twist your head around. It's all around you. Yeah. All is full of love. Mm. Like that. That's a great line. The whole song, it's like. There, your phone is off the hook. You're just not receiving all is full of love. Mm. Like, it's such a heavy and true and good reminder. And, like, the my favorite, either is like the choice mix is my favorite version of it, but like all versions of it are wonderful. Um, but it feels like a universal truth and it feels like a reminder. And it feels for me like it's that song is a mantra and like a life force for me Mm. in terms of like, not just COVID, but it did like kind of come to me in COVID. Um, and I had just like gone through a breakup and I don't, I don't really see it in terms of like a romantic all is full of love necessarily. Cause it's like all is full of love. Like that's why I like it. It's not like a romantic song. It's like, 
open, like look around. It may not be in the ways that you think it's going to be, Mm -hmm. but like trust that it's there and like lean into trusting that it's there. And I feel like it's just been like a blanket, you know, Mm. like a comforting blanket, this song, knowing that it's like, but actually maybe I'm just not seeing it, but all is full of love. It's, it feels really true. Um, and it feels, it feels so significant to me to like know it and hear it and feel it. I I couldn't, I couldn't not like, I couldn't, I could never get tired of it. I Mm. feel like it feels really, really, really profound. I made, like Scott said, I made Daniel essentially sing it for our youth group. I was like, will you please do this song? Will you please do this song? Like, here's this version of it and here's this version of it until he did it. Um, Because I'm just like, this is like a worshipful song Mm -hmm. and like a message that we all really could receive. Um, I don't know. It, It really, really gets me and it's like, deeply comforts me deeply comforts me um more than like it's 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 not my number one because my number one just like is is a soul song but like it means a lot i i don't i actually am like i don't know where i'd be without it Hmm. it feels like this is kind of the song that like really broke me into bjork but also just like broke me into me Hmm. um so yeah that's my number two that's good Dang. What can you say about that? Now I'm really disoriented and turned around about your number one. Should I know your number one? I I would think you would, but it's fine. Oh, there's too many albums and that's too many fine. good songs. No, that's fine. <laughs> okay, my number one my number one is the anchor song. I think what I would say about anchor song is like I, I wouldn't I wouldn't argue in any way that is it is like obje- the best. objectively the yeah. critically best song, but like it's it's it, it's as we've been um, I mean, I, like I said, like, what did I say? Truce? Mm-hmm. Like, there's some... Truce by Toyman Pilots. There is something after all of the craziness, like a little respite, a really mm-hmm. a, a break. And I also think for this to be on her debut album, it feels like... Uh, I don't know what I mean by this, but like signs of things to come. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like at the end of this, you're hearing Bjork's heart. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. Yeah. It's really, it feels so vulnerable mm-hmm. and so real and true and so simple. Like you could hear a hint of like, oh, get ready because someday I'll make all is full of love. Yeah. Like that's, that, that's hinted at here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, and then honestly, it's just the, the sounds. Like I love whatever those instruments the, are. Yeah. I mean, yeah, no, it, it's in your head Yeah, and it's, it's also, I, I don't know. I love that she does this. We didn't talk about it at all. Um, but Black Lake, mm-hmm. that's a song where I'm like her use of the music in between. She calls them the freezes. Which I'm like, oh, that's good. That's a great term for what happens in that song. Um, But like, (laughs) yeah, it's it's it puts you in that state where it's like, this is my home, and it feels so raw. Yeah, it's there's no there's no style to Bjork. I mean, there's lots of style, but there's no like chosen style. She'll use any instrument. She'll use any technique. Any rhythm, any s- vocal performance that's available to her. Yeah. There's no like, oh, that's a Bjork song. It's like, wait, this is a Bjork song? I've never heard her do this before. Mm-hmm. 
freaking guess your first you can try and then i, I i'm gonna make us watch i'm gonna make us listen to it to that's be fine make us as if i wouldn't want to um okay so it's not from biophilia Mm-mm. oh that really hurts oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, what is it it's not all it's full of is it future forever ah <sighs> Sweating. It's funny because it there's there's absolutely no competition. Ah, oh, I would say I. I <coughs> okay. 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 Don't we give any more hints? No, I think I'm on I'm on the right track. I'm on the right track because I just had a realization. I'm on the right track. Oh, I feel like I'm on a crazy game show. Okay, let me take a few guesses. Okay. Show me forgiveness? No. Duh. Okay, is it from Medulla? No. Duh, okay. <laughs> is it from Vespertine? Yes. Okay, I'm getting close. I'm getting close. Uh, is it unison? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it's okay. unison. Of course it's unison. <laughs> That's what I thought. I was trying overthinking it. Because yeah. I thought it was I, I feel like it's not up to you is also a Macy vibe. So I was like Oh yeah. yeah. No, I mean that's it's true, but um Okay, okay great. That's fun. I, I, I feel like I legit got it because I have no idea what I was looking at in terms of like a list. Yeah. Uh, there, this song, like to me, has been like psychologically incredibly important. Mm. Um, so it's like kind of, I mean, it's the end of Vespertine. It really is like this really beautiful love song of like unison. Like mm-hmm. her and Matthew Barney, I think. I think that's probably who she's writing about. But for me, it's like this is where I'm like, I think she's sad. Before. It's like she's falling in love here and then. Later, there's going to be so breakup sad. songs. So sad. And then there's going to be deep breakup songs. And oh, thank not you compromising, that, actually. <laughs> I know. I know. But no, I think she kind of does. So, so uh, I think for me, this song, like, hits me in a way where it's it almost hurts mm. how much it hits me. Um, this, like, 
the steadiness of her saying, I never thought I would compromise. Like, I thrive best hermit style with, like, a beard and a pipe. I'm like, first of all, Great lines. Yes, yeah. I relate to that. Um, but then it's, like, the the idea... So this is where I'm like, Bjork's a four. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. maybe this isn't true, but I, like, at the time was doing all this Enneagram shit. And, like, <laughs> I'm always doing that. But when I was first kind of listening to Bjork, it was, like, understanding this idea of the way that you kind of, like, a four moves to one and then moves to two, kind of as this, like, space of a future. Mm-hmm. And the going to two is this completely, like, beautiful thing of sacrifice and giving and compromise, but not at the expense of yourself. Mm. It's, like, this idea... I mean, I know I've already told this to you, but, like, this the sense of I can still be who I am and care for you. I can still be who I am and compromise in moments. And that doesn't lose who I am. And I need to hear that. And I need to like sing that. And I mm. need to say that. Mm. Um, and there's just something about it that like makes that feel actually true. And like, I can still be like, she says, I can still be B. I never thought I would compromise, but I can still be this mm. in the midst of giving to someone else and, and giving a part of myself as actually maybe me being myself. Mm. Um, I think I feel like the video represents it so well too. Yeah. But I, I want to play for you the live performance Please. because the live performance of this song, I I probably watched it honestly not kidding a hundred times. Whoa, um, amazing. <laughs> I've watched it so many times. <laughs> like, I, I, I've had many days where I just like watch it and then go back and rewatch it and then like, go back and rewatch <laughs> it and go back and rewatch it. Thing. And it's like this whole performance, her whole performance on this day, I forget it's like Royal Opera Theater or whatever. If you type in Bjork live, it's one of the top ones and she's performing with this choir and the choir is also this other piece to it. Um, but that live performance, there's just something about it. I probably also, I listen to music before going to work and I would say that 50% of the time in the past few months, I finish my music with unison. Wow. Okay. Let me listen to unison to get me going. Getting to know Macy in real time, everybody. I didn't (laughs) even know this information. (laughs) I know. That's why it kind of surprised me that you didn't know because I'm like, I've told you how much this song means to me, but probably not to the extent that it really does. Not this, not, yeah, not to this extent. It's, it's steady. This song is steady to me that, Mm. Like the, mm, mm, like the beginning to the end, it's, it's not one of those extreme like yelling songs. Mm-hmm. And I, I almost need this. It's, it's like a, a peace at peace song. Mm. Like I feel like it's, it, it honestly is forming me and teaching me still Woo. this song. So I think we'll end with that song. I'll put the yeah. live version in yeah. this episode. Will you put the yeah. live version? So everybody... And then we're going to go watch it right we're now. We're going to come back with an episode on Bjork that's like <laughs> uh, a little bit more organized, but... This th- was organized. Uh, well, 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 I'm saying like maybe a little less more popping like, off. Maybe a little bit more like honed in. Yeah. like yeah. We'll, we'll, Specific. I think biophilia would be a, the dope. I think sometimes thing to there's do. just some. Hopefully, what I'm hoping about podcasts, because who even knows what a, what a podcast is? It's like there's there's some entertainment in just hearing people talk. Yeah. So you do that. You talk, and then 
we're, I mean, we've had people say this podcast is self-indulgent. That's exactly what it is. <laughs> we're, we're just hanging out and we're sharing it with you. Yeah. So it is self-indulgent. Um, but we're going to end with Unison, mm-hmm. the, the live, live version. version. Find it for yourself on YouTube. Thanks for listening, everybody. We really appreciate you. Music episodes forever. Future forever. One, two, three.
Thank you.